Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific markets are trending lower this morning on the back of a mild sell-off on Wall Street overnight. Joining me now as we break down all the market action. Good morning, Ryan Huang. Good morning, Michelle. Let's start the morning in Nagoya, Japan, where a ransomware attack has shut down the country's largest port. This could be bad news for Toyota Motors as well as for Japan. A good chunk of Toyota's exports go through Nagoya. What do we know about this ransomware attack and who's behind it? Yeah, quite a big alarm if you look at the headlines it is the biggest port in Japan and like you outlined lots of cargo go through this part of Japan and includes car makers and can imagine what else is being exported from Japan and right now it seems like it is a ransomware attack linked to Russia so what it means is typically hackers hack into the systems lock up access to files data cause disruptions and they will stop or unwind the damage if you pay up. So that's where it is right now. But there is some good news. It mm. seems like based on what authorities are saying, operations are expected to resume today, not too long ago, 8.30am local time. So it does look like they've managed to overcome some of the disruptions that have been plaguing the port in the past two days. So if you look at some of the trends playing out, it does look like these attacks have been increasing, particularly in some of the critical infrastructure, including in Japan and elsewhere. So if you look at some of the recent incidents, this also includes the likes of Portugal, the port of Lisbon. So this is held up by hackers as well when they broke into the computer systems and this held up operations for days. It also played out in India at this busiest container port, which is the Jawaharlal Nehru Port Trust. Mm -hmm. That suffered uh, a ransomware attack last year. And then in South Africa, the port and rail company was targeted by ransomware as well, which was linked to Eastern Europe and Russian groups back in 2021. So you can tell it has become a popular target for many of these hackers because of the uh, what's at stake, the potential disruptions and what could be caused in terms of damage and maybe the past records or past inclinations for some of these groups to pay up. So maybe that's all playing a part right now. Unnerving that ports have become a target. Another headline affecting international trade this week comes from China, where Beijing has imposed export restrictions on two precious metals, gallium and germanium. What are these metals and how exactly are they used? Yeah, it's the latest tit-for-tat in the trade war between the US and China. So China saying, hey, I am going to restrict the exports of these two metals, which are quite important for making things like semiconductors, which then goes into stuff like your phones, your chips for cars, and chips for every device that you might imagine. So it is quite an important uh, component for some of these chips. So it is known as a minor metal or in some cases rare metals. It looks a bit silvery white. So gallium and germanium um, will now be required to have licenses for exports come August the 1st. So right now you are seeing some companies rushing to stock up on these 
chemical compounds and metals uh, before it kicks in. So it is a bit of a bump in the relations between the US and China. But also you have to bear in mind, China, even though it dominates the metals in terms of exports, there are other sources. So it could backfire to some extent if they force their partners to go elsewhere and then they might maybe find it more efficient or economical down the road to rely on those other sources and then China might just lose market share in time to come. So it has to also balance that equation as well. So we'll be looking at chip wafer makers as we track China's move to impose controls on germanium and gallium. The export restrictions are a tit-for-tat move by Beijing in its trade war with the US and with Europe as well. On a related note, US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen arrives in Beijing today for a four-day visit with the hope of easing some of those tensions. On more bearish headlines, the minutes from last uh, U.S. Federal Reserve meetings are out and they show support amongst many members of the Fed Open Market Committee for higher interest rates. Now, the Fed, you'll remember, held rates steady in June, but many analysts are expecting another increase later this month. All right, away now for a look at some bullish stocks to watch. KGI Research has published some interesting trading ideas in that regard. I want to take a look at two of its picks from the Singapore market. First off, it thinks that Taibev is a good stock to bank on, recovering consumer confidence. Walk us through this argument. Yeah, it is not a surprise if you think about how some parts of the economy is picking up, especially with tourism coming back online after a tough year. So as you see more activities like going out for lunch, tourists coming here and enjoying a drink or two, that is expected to help the likes of Timebev. And they are in the business of selling the famous Brew Chang beer alongside other water brands, energy drinks, coffee and green tea. So when you have more conferences, more events, more tourism, mm. Timebev is an obvious beneficiary. So that's a reason why KGI is looking at Timebev as a buy. Target price at 65 cents. And this right now, looking at Timebev, is trading at 57 cents. And in the year to date, worth noting, it's been going through a bit of a slump. It's down 16% year to date. Yeah, so that target price of 65 cents a share for Thai Bev by KGI is about 20% above the stock's current price. Next up, let's look at Yang Zijiang Shipbuilding. KGI notes that Yang Zijiang's order book is full with more than 5 billion US dollars worth of sales. Tell us more. Yeah, it looks like shipbuilding is doing pretty okay and Yang Zijiang is riding on some contract wins, which is why KGI is looking a bit optimistic on its Outlook. So some of the contract wins, we've got one with AP Model Musk to construct six methanol dual fuel container ships, which are due for delivery in about three years time. So they are designed to operate on green methanol and feature dual fuel engines that can run on both fuel oil and methanol. So it does look like the green push is playing out in the maritime space and Yajunjiang is one of the shipbuilders capitalizing on this shift. So that's a big win for Yang Jijiang. 
Indeed, shares up nearly 60% over the past 12 months and KGI thinks that they can rise further. So what do you think of these trading ideas? Yeah, just to add it in, Yang Jijang target price for KGI is 157. And if you look at the share price right now, it is last closing at 147. So looking at the year-to-date performance, it is on a bit of momentum, up around 14.8%. Now going back to the overview for these two stocks. It does make sense to look at some of these sectors. Uh, for example, hospitality has been a popular go-to right now, not just with Thai Bath, but some of the hospitality trusts and some of the REITs which have exposure to the tourism sector, especially as you look at how people are flocking to Singapore for concerts. Taylor Swift, of course, among them and more to come. Speaking of which, Michelle, how are you doing with your luck there? And you'd rub salt in the wound. Uh, I was uh, number 1,500,000 in line. So I hear that it jumped to that number after 10 minutes because I did log on 10 minutes past 12. Oh, no. I thought it was a hoax. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> to 10 minutes too late. <laughs> That's all it took to get to a million. So no Taylor Swift ticket for me, sadly. You still have a chance tomorrow. When the general sales open. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll be fastest fingers first. Maybe a little early at the table as well. Uh, time now for corporate news. Up or down style. Ryan, we have entries from China, Taiwan, Indonesia, Korea. First up, I want to look at NetEase. They're a Chinese gaming company. Okay, NetEase is an up. And this is being powered by a new game, Justice Mobile. So this is the MMO game or the multiplayer world game mm. has been driving a lot of interest because partly is being powered by AI. So it looks like they managed to successfully capitalize on the AI trend and built it into their new game, Justice Mobile. So the stock is riding that wave of interest and its share price up 85% in the past nine months and perhaps more to come. Yeah, so NetEase has several new hit titles out. Justice Mobile is one of its highest grossing games in China. Uh, the AI-powered martial arts game. NetEase also released, by the way, a new Harry Potter game that I have not checked out called Magic Awareness over in Japan. Uh, NetEase stocks on a roll as well, up more than 30% since the beginning of the year. So up for me. Let's look at Taiwan's Foxconn. All right, Taiwan's Foxconn. I will go with an up. And mm. even though it's been reporting a bit of a slump in its second quarter revenue, it is painting a brighter picture ahead because it expects people to shop more in the peak third quarter season. So yeah. this is something to look forward to if people do buy more phones, more computers, and everything else that Foxconn makes, which typically you associate with iPhones. So phones, electronic products, if people start spending again, it's going to be good news for Foxconn. Yeah, so Foxconn is the world's largest contracts electronics maker and a major assembler of iPhones. Foxconn did have a challenging second quarter. Revenue dropped 14%. June also was particularly bad for it. I saw a 20% drop there. That said, Foxconn is optimistic about the rest of the year. So I'm looking forward to, I'm going to give it an up. How's Indonesia's Aman Mineral doing? All right, so this is the owner of the second largest gold and copper mine in Indonesia. It is going to be an up for me because they are set to make their debut in Jakarta this week. But yeah. Especially, um, I think it's Friday. Yes, two days. Wait, today's Thursday. 
this safe <laughs> What day is it? Okay, it's happening tomorrow. And this is making their debut, the IPO of Amman Mineral International. So this is set to make it the largest new share sale in Asia this year, outside of China. So it's going to be a big offering. And it's just a reflection of how big mining is in Indonesia. When you think about the trends playing out, the EV markets booming, and you need the stuff to make batteries, nickel, copper, and all these minerals are going to be quite important. Yeah, yeah. Aman Mineral owns the, as you say, second biggest gold and copper mine in Indonesia. And it is set to raise $960 million in that public listing Friday. And this will be the biggest Asian IPO of the year outside of China. So that is an up for Aman Mineral as well as the Jakarta Stock Exchange. K-pop stocks, how are they looking? Yeah, I am looking at a down for K-pop. Not good news here. And this is because they are under investigation. And particularly these are the K-pop agencies behind Mm -hmm. your popular bands like Blackpink and so on. So what's happening here is the Fair Trade Commission is investigating claims of power abuse in some of the large entertainment agencies and when you talk about power abuse this involves potentially what's called subcontracting law where you have the use of verbal contracts instead of written documents and the delay of payments when you're doing work like producing albums and merchandise Mm. so it does look like there might be some dirt that might be dug up from the big names like Hype, SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment, and so on. So for now, we've got a bit, we've got a bit of a knee-jerk response with some selling behind some of these um, entertainment companies. Yeah, so Korean regulators looking into those possible antitrust regulations, allegations, I should say, at several K-pop companies, Hype, YG Entertainment, SM Entertainment... That led to a bit of a sell-off yesterday in two of the companies, but all three stocks are having a banner year. With gains of at least 40% since January, YG Entertainment, which manages Blackpink, is up nearly 90%. So despite the negative headline, I'm going to look at it glass half full. I'm still giving K-pop stocks an up. All right, before we go, one other aviation headline uh, caught my eye. Uh, And so I want to give the last word to the aviation industry, more specifically maybe to the Thai aviation veteran Patti Sarasin. Nearly a decade ago, Patti took Nok Air public. Today, he's CEO of a new Thai carrier, one that has a pretty unusual name. Some carriers may bank on their service. This one wants to be the coolest. It wants to be the most innovative. The title, or what it's called, Really Cool Airlines. And it could be flying to Singapore soon. I can just hear the announcements at Changi Airport calling you to the gate for Really Cool Airlines, Flight 007. Uh, What do you think? Are you ready to hop aboard? Yeah, straight to the point. It is the Really Cool Airlines. (laughs) Uh, As simple as that for a name. So it is interesting because Thailand, as you imagine, is a huge market for tourism. And what better time when things are starting to recover? Uh, He's pointing out the long-haul market is about 70% inbound. And he sees a gap to tap that. And he is saying he wants to help the hospitality market bring in more foreigners to Thailand. So this is interesting to watch as he's going to be launching a 
uh, membership drive. In fact, it's launched it in May this year with 999 accounts up for sale. So one of them is called the Legendary Series and it costs about $6,000 and you get some perks worth $15,000. Wow. Uh, seat upgrades, mm. free hotel stays, airport transfers. So for an airline called Really Cool, I am looking for some really cool innovation to be rolled out. In case you're wondering, the first batch of routes are going to be announced pretty soon. There will be regional destinations on their route map. Singapore, Seoul, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Osaka, Taipei, Tokyo, all likely to be on that initial list. The slogan of this new airline, I like it. We fly the future. It's 51% owned by Pati, who I mentioned earlier. The remainder is owned by his quote-unquote friends. All right, before I go, another aviation headline caught my eye and that's Japan Airlines, Ryan, uh, launching a new service to encourage passengers to leave their suitcases at home. It is offering... Clothing rental for those of you visiting Japan. You get to pick out your clothes on a website. They'll be delivered to your hotel. Each set will cost $37 and you can keep them for up to two weeks. Sounds like a good way to avoid lost luggage. Lost will, luggage? Will this take off, Ryan? And also, I guess it'll go a bit greener <laughs> because the planes don't take extra baggage so it saves on the weight. So it helps save the climate to some extent. No packing. No packing Think as well. about it. Yeah, so it is very interesting. You just have to pay, I believe, around $37 for one set of clothing and can wear it for up to two weeks. Comes in three sizes. So why not? You don't have to fuss or stress about it. Maybe you can get away with not doing laundry as well. So a lot of incentive to jump on this idea. Would you buy it, take it up? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's smart, there's casual, there's mixed. If I was going on a business trip, without a doubt. Yeah, so why not rent your clothing, don't bother to pack? Mm, Because laundry is taken care of as well. Music to my ears. You've been listening to Market View, an overview of markets this morning. Asia Pacific markets looking lower. We focused on Japan. Uh, We also looked at a couple of uh, interesting trading ideas from KGI, looking at Taibev, for example, and uh, shares of Yang Zijiang Shipbuilding, also in focus this morning. Thanks for joining me. This is Your Money. I'm Michelle Martin. He's Ryan Huang. Thanks, Before Ryan. acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.